Welcome to the Theology High Podcast. I appreciate you guys for joining me today. Uh, I want to thank you guys for joining me today. It's been a rough, rough couple of weeks. I just started going back to school. I got I got Hebrew 101 and I got introduction into exegesis. And I have some other cohort uh, fac- fac- faculty meeting one that I have to join. I'm not a faculty, 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 faculty. Anywho, if you know what I mean, you know what I mean. And don't know why I have to do that because now we're doing just all online classes. And I have in another class, which is, um, like an internship, but it's kind of hard to do that right now because a lot of churches are not open right now. So that was my phone. That was rude. And so we're doing online classes and it's been very hard, very difficult uh, because one for one, I do not like online classes. I just don't like being on a computer and I mean I'd rather like I'd rather be inside of a classroom so I can raise my hand and ask questions and but it's weird because now online they have like a certain limit so once that limit goes it like completely shuts off the the zoom and I guess because there's other other teachers that uh, they're going to use the, you know, the next hour or so. But yeah, that's what's going on. And yes, so we're doing Hebrew. So if you want to learn the Hebrew alphabet with me, let's do it, huh? You guys ready? All right. <laughs> let's see if I can still, I'm going to try to do it without looking. I mean, I don't even have my, I think my uh, my book here, but let's see. All right, let's do this. So there's 23 letters in the Hebrew alphabet, and you read the Hebrew alphabet from left to right, not right to left, like English. I think I think Japan. I think that's what they do too. I might be wrong. Do they? Oh no, but they read the books from left to right, not the words. Okay. <laughs> Anywho, let's see. It's Olive Bet Bet, like B E T. So Olive Bet Gimel Dalit Hey. Uh, to do Aleph Bet Gimel Dalit Hey, uh, Wa 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 Zayin Chet Tet Yod Kof Lamed Men. Noon, Samek, 
Samek, Ain, Pei, Tseid, Kof, Resh, Sinshinta. Boom, there we go. We, knew our, we know our Greek alphabet. So that's the Greek alphabet. And if you want to know the first word that you can uh, want to learn is Abba. Abba means father. I know I'm probably like butchering, like bad, the pronunciations. Uh, well, for one, because I'm not a uh, Hebrew uh what is that called you're like an english reader no it's not english reader i forgot pretty i'm pretty sure you guys know what i'm talking about but the hebrew alphabet let's do one more time okay olive bet gimel dalit Che, wa, zayin, chet, tet, yod, kaf, lamed, mem, nun, samek, ayin, pe, tisayid, kof, resh, sin, shin, ta. There we go. That's the Hebrew alphabet, ladies and gentlemen. Well, thank you again for joining me. And I just want to, you know, see how you guys are doing. How are you guys doing? How's life? How's your day going? How's your week been going? How's your month been going? Man, Jesus, Lord above, how is your year going? How are you uh, handling this whole pandemic thing? I don't know if you guys know, but the CDC just came up with lowering their numbers again. And also the UCLA just came with the statistics, 19.1 billion uh, of a chance to get COVID. So uh, COVID is not that serious as I've always said. And we just need to be, you know, I, if if 1% of what I say is right, just 1%, wouldn't you want to check it out? What do you want to see? Hey, what is this guy talking about? Why are nurses, why are doctors being censored and be and, and they're getting fired? For saying, no, COVID is not that serious. No, uh, hydrochloroquine actually saves a lot of people. It actually saves people that have COVID. And doctors are getting fired because they're saying that. Now, if you don't know anything about the uh, pharmaceutical industry... That's a trillion, billion, gajillion, you know, industry. 
So do you, you don't think that they would want those people fired, those people censored? Because if you have healthy people, how are you going to get money? But the doctors are supposed to be there to protect us, not to get us sick, not to follow an agenda. No, their purpose is for our well-being. They took an oath. That's where they have their license, not to harm their clients. So if 1% of what I say is true, wouldn't you want to look at it? Just look at it. See what it says. Do your own research. I've always said that. Do your own research. And yet there's people out there that will argue with you and say, no, that's false. <sighs> How can that be false when it's right in front of your face? Why is it false? Because you don't want to believe it? Because your television is bombarding you with telling you that this is real, that this is fake. There's always numbers on the side of the news from what I've what I've seen. There's always numbers there. Oh, people that have died, people that have uh, COVID right now, people that have been infected. But yet there's hospitals that have, they have found out that those certain hospitals have, have made up false COVID positive test. For example, there was one, there was this hospital and many other hospitals for example, let's say 50 people go get tested. Those 50 people are positive for COVID. Another hospital, they say 100 of them got tested. Those 100 people got COVID. No negatives. How is that possible? So are these hospitals still getting paid for COVID? For saying that they have COVID patients? And I know I said clients, but they're not clients, they're patients. So what is going on? Why shouldn't we want to look more in depth with this? Because we're so comfortable in our lives. We're just, oh, well, our, our government cares, cares about us so much that they want our well-being. You got to be crazy to believe that the government is really there for your well-being. When have the... <laughs> if the government wanted wanted you, you you to be healthy as an ox, wouldn't they be banning all these GMOs, all these uh, fast food restaurants, all these uh, unhealthy, you know, snacks, sugars, sodas, drinks, power drinks? Wouldn't you think that they would do something about that? Oh, no. Well, see, the thing is, uh, they're not putting a gun into your head, you know, to your head and telling you to drink that stuff. Okay. But yet the government is telling me that I can't go outside. The government is telling me 
that I have to put a mask on. And if I don't, I can't go to a store. I just went to the store. Okay. We got out of the beach and we went inside the store. We got, you know, <laughs> drinks. Uh, I got myself in Arizona and I believe I got myself a Gatorade or water. One of those two. And um, maybe, I, maybe I got a snack. Did I get a snack? I think I did. I'm not, I don't remember. But we were, we were going to go up to the front. My wife tells me, oh, the, he, he doesn't want to sell. He doesn't want to sell this to me because I don't have a mask on. So I went and I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm here to get this. They're like, sorry, we can't sell it to you because you're not wearing a mask. What? But I was like, but I'm not sick. I can't sell it to you because you're not wearing a mask. But yet you let me inside the store. You didn't let me inside the store. So you know what? You know what I'm going to do next time? If they say that to me, I'm going to open the drink and start drinking it. Now, if they have the choice to want to charge me for it or not charge me for it, and it's going to be all up to them, it's, it's going to be like, okay, you don't want to get paid? You don't want to get paid? I'm here trying to buy this, but you're not letting me. Are you going to sell this to me or not? You're not? Okay, well, I guess, I guess I'll take the drink. Because it's legal tender. They can't refuse to buy. Uh, they can't refuse you to, uh, to, to buy an item when you have money. So what's going to happen? What's going to go? You know, what are they going to do? Well, I'll let you guys know when I do it. Because I'm, I'm so frustrated with this thing. I'm telling you, this UCLA just came out with a study. The CDC just changed their numbers again. Hospitals are lying about their numbers. And let me tell you guys something. Here in California, they just had this huge worship service at Congress. They were worshiping God. You know, they were singing. And let me tell you, very peacefully, no... Uh, Nobody was doing anything to the buildings. They weren't destroying monuments. They weren't destroying buildings. They weren't making fires. It was peaceful. And yet, the media comes out and says, oh, no, that is wrong. That is bad. People are getting sick. People should be want to go back at home from this this uh, gathering. They should self quarantine. Why is the media still lying to you guys? Do you guys not understand that? The studies just came out. So why are they? It's so frustrating. It's so fr and the most frustrating thing is that this thing has been dividing so many people. And if you see like this whole Black Lives Matter movement, they're the ones always doing something bad to other people. Now, for example, I saw this video. 
this video is uh they're showing two two people and i believe it says free hugs but they're wearing mega hats so you know they're just giving free hugs you know people that want to come they have you know they can come and get hugs and these people they just start throwing eggs at them their drinks on them but why are they so violent if if mega people are so violent and racist wouldn't they do the opposite wouldn't they want to kill those people wouldn't they want to lynch those people wouldn't they want to uh hurt them be violent towards them but yet the violent is always starting from the other side but yeah when that happens it's always justified it's always justified why Oh, because they did this to our, you know, great, 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 great grandparents and they were slaves. So now we want money too. what homeboys, you weren't slaves. Did you suffer because you were slaves? No. And again, it's always the mentality. It's always the mentality. If you want to feel suppressed, then you will be suppressed. I'm a Mexican. I don't know if you guys knew that. I don't know if my my whole five, six names gave it out. But I'm Mexican. Hispanic, Latin, whatever you want to call. Brown, whatever. And I've gotten my bachelor's degree. I'm working on my master's degree. But where's this whole... Suppress, uh, you know, suppression going on. People can't grow. People can't, can't, you know, get higher education. You know, they're always bringing us down. Who is bringing me down? Listen, if you're doing right, <laughs> you got no reason to look over your shoulder. But if you're in a bad crowd. If you know that you're doing things that you're not supposed to, then okay, yeah. Obviously, something something is going on. You know, this whole Black Lives Matter movement, they have killed more people. They have um, destroyed buildings than any other cop. Because it's, that's how the, this whole thing started. And if you go to the Black Lives Matter movement website and go to their about or learn about them or whatever, you got. can you answer me this question? What does Black Life BLM have to do anything about gender uh, acceptance and gender equality? homosexuality 
transgender women? What does that have to do with anything with BLM? Now, if you know the founders, you know that their beliefs are in socialism, anarchist. They want to destroy the family. They care more about trans, the LBGT community. I don't know if you know, but all the founders are from the alphabet community. Like Chappelle says, the alphabet people. You know, I guess I just found out that they're using Z too. Man, they're taking all of our alphabet. Thank goodness that they haven't learned Hebrew. So we're good on that. Uh, but just, it's just crazy. I mean, you, you, it's so easy. Just go, go to the BLM website and you can search this out. Go to their about. I'm not making this up there. <laughs> I'm nobody. Okay. I don't have this huge, uh, podcasting thing that it, it, you know, everybody knows about me and things like that. I'm a very, very small person. And and I'm not making <laughs> any dime. So I. Again, I'm not doing this for me to gain something from it. I'm just letting you guys know to search it up. Just don't listen to, to me. If you want to listen to me. And take my word for it. Okay, fine. But if you don't, I'm telling you where to look. Go to the CDC and and see that their numbers change. Go to the UCLA. They just made this this new study. Search it up on Google. Search search up Google BLM. I'm pretty sure their website will pop up and go to their about. So what's what's going on here? I believe that right now is a perfect time to get closer to God. I believe that right now it's a perfect and amazing time to get closer to God. Most people are at home. Most people have time with their children. And I believe that right now it's a perfect time to get your family together and pray together. Make it a habit. If you have kids, bring your kids and say, you know what? We're going to pray. We're going to pray because we want to get closer to God. We want to pray because we want to seek the presence of God. We want to pray because it all starts with prayer. You know, I saw this meme, you know, people say, oh, let's pray for this. Let's pray for that. But yet, why is this person dead or something like that? Well, the thing is <laughs> see he, he, here's the thing for example let's say i'm praying for myself but yet i'm still hanging around with bad people i'm still doing things that i'm not supposed to and i'm hanging around the wrong crowd and somehow it gets me into a situation that i'm not supposed to be there And, you, and for some reason, I have a gun in my hand. And there's police officers. 
What do you think is going to happen? Let's say I die. Was it God's fault for not protecting me? No. Because God gave me free will. God gave me the choice. And I'm the one that put myself in that situation, not God. Now, there could have been certain things during that day that could have maybe, you know, maybe God put in my way for me to say, oh, you know what? Nah, I don't want to do that today. You know what? Nah, you know what? I'm not feeling good about this today. Or maybe someone called me and said, hey, you know what? Uh, you know, we're praying today or we're going to fellowship today. You want to come with us? He's like, ah, nah, I'm good. And then, I, and then, and then I said, well, where was God? You see what I'm saying? What decisions are we making? Because God is going to take care of us. If we're doing the right thing, God is going to be with us. God, God is going to take care of us. God will not forsake us. God would not leave us. To live is death. But living with God, that's gain. Living with God and dying with God, that's the most beautiful thing that you can do. But dying without God, that's scary. That's fearful. And that should make you think. And, and you know what? Try to spread the word of God. I remember there's one time when I was younger. I remember I was coming back from, uh, from service one night. And I had this, I don't know what it was. It was just this, this, this thing telling me the person that you see. Just tell them that I love them. Tell them God loves you. And and I'm not going to lie. I was young. I was embarrassed. And I remember that we stopped at a store and I was like, oh. and I didn't get out. And it was bothering me all the way back home. And I was like, God, I promise you, the next person I see, I will tell them. But the whole way, it was bothering me. And I was, and I was, you know, playing with myself like, oh, m maybe, you know, I'm going to tell the driver just to, just to go straight home so I don't see anyone, <laughs> you know, but I was like, nah, but you promised God. And I was like, ah. so I was playing these games, you know, in my head. And I remember that we stopped at a shell, which. Shell is not being sponsored, okay, or anything like that, affiliated or anything. <laughs> but we went to we went to Shell. And I remember I saw this girl. And I was like, oh. man, I was really shy. So I remember that I let, you know, my friends you know, buy their things and whatnot. So they had left and I was there alone with the with this girl. And I said, hey, can I tell you something? She's like, yeah. I was like, God wants me to tell you that God loves you. 
God loves you. And she got a little teary. She's like, you know what? I really needed that. Thank you. And I went to the car. And I was like, you know what, God? Thank you. Thank you for challenging me. Because I don't know where that girl is now. I don't know what happened to her life. I don't know anything. But in that moment, maybe that's what she needed to hear. Maybe at that moment, that's what she needed. She wanted. You know, there's a lot of people right now struggling. There's a lot of people that are struggling with mental illness, depression, anxiety. With suicide. Especially with, you know, this whole, you know, pen, you know, this whole COVID thing. People are feeling more alone. And if we see someone out there that looks like they're struggling, looks like they're having a rough one. Why don't we just tell them, hey, you know what? God loves you. God loves you. I challenge you today. The next person you see, tell them, hey, I just want to tell you that God loves you. Those are the most three simple words that you can say that can probably have the biggest impact in their lives. And if you're listening to this and you're struggling and you're feeling alone, I want to tell you that God loves you. God has a purpose for you. God didn't make you by mistake. God has a reason for you to be here. So thank you. So thank you for, you know, opening this, this, you know, your app and listening to this podcast. For me to tell you that God loves you. And to challenge those people. And you know what? Maybe you can have a conversation. Maybe this is the conversation starter. Why did you say that? Because it's true. God does love you. God wants best, something best for you. God wants something better for your life. You know, we're here to spread the word. I would say that that's our main job in this life. To spread the good news. To spread that God is a loving God. And that he loves us. And yes, we all make mistakes and we're not perfect. And we can't judge other people. We can correct them. We can we can say what the word of God says in a loving and respectful way. Not with hate. You know, there is a lot of, um, I believe these 
uh, I forget what it, I forget what they're called, but I want to say they're from Canada, and they were preaching in the streets, you know, and somehow the LBGT community heard, and they went out, started harassing them, bullying them, being physical with them. And it's funny because when someone starts preaching, they always start with, you're preaching hate. You're preaching hate. But they have no proof that they're preaching hate. And there's no proof that you could come up and say, you know, you said this and this and that was hateful. Why? Because they have no proof. And it's funny because one person yells something and then all of a sudden they're like parrots. And then they all get crackers at the end of the day. You know, it's like, what? What is going on? I was funny. My way she's went up right now. It's funny. But I encourage you guys. I encourage everyone, not just the guys, but the girls. And if you're from the alphabet people, then you too, man. Or girl, you know? You know, I told a friend of mine, just because you don't believe in hell, does that mean it doesn't exist? The fact still remains that there is a hell. The fact still remains that the sun will continue to go up and go down. The fact still remains that when we go to sleep, the sun will come up. Unless you're like in Alaska, on those certain times, the sun's always going to be up. So, ugh. If you're from Alaska, uh, when you go to sleep, maybe like in two, three months, the sun will come back up. So just make sure. <laughs> I remember I went to Alaska to work and the sun, I mean, I've always heard, oh, you know, the sun doesn't go down. I think it was, yeah, it was around the summer and I went to go work. And yeah, the sun doesn't go down. You know how hard it is to go to sleep when the sun's up? Like your body is like, why are you going to sleep? The sun is still up, but you're tired. You know, so you have to cover, you know, everything so it can be black, you know, so you can go to sleep. But it's funny. And it just, it just doesn't go down. The sun just hovers and it just stays there and i'm pretty sure in the winter it, i think it gets dark i think i'm not sure i was never there in the winter so but yeah the sun's always out there you, and i want to challenge you guys i want to challenge you guys to be better 
to tell the first person that you see, hey, God loves you. God loves you. You know, and, and I hope that today, you know, you guys are doing great. That your life is going good. Even though, you know, this whole thing is going on. And I heard the UK and Australia, you know, they're going pretty crazy on this whole mask thing. So I'm praying for you guys. I'm praying for you guys that you guys don't give up the good fight because our freedom is so amazing. And we shouldn't just let anyone take those rights away from us. We need to know what the law says. We need to know what our constitution says. I don't know if you guys have a uh, constitution, but know what the law says. And it's funny because, you know, with the BLM, they can protest, they can burn down buildings, they can scream, they can shout, they can be violent. And yet, the police are not going there and saying, oh, no, we, we're going to arrest you. I mean, yeah, they're there, you know, but they're not arresting them saying, oh, hey, you need to go back home, and if you don't, we're going to arrest you. But yet, people that are gathering together, fighting against the government, they are getting arrested. It just mind boggles me this, again, the double standard. So I'm just praying for you guys that you guys are do that you guys are doing well. Protect you guys yourselves. Be um, put God first in everything that you guys do. And I'll be praying for you guys, and and I hope that um, everything obviously, you know, there's gonna be a lot of work. And. Don't stop filming. Don't stop filming. I think that's the most powerful thing that we have. We have our phones, iPads, cameras. You know, we can record. It's always good to record. Record everything. Video record. Audio record. And show it to the world and see and show them what's really going on. And if you guys want to... I'm just going to read a, a verse real quick. It's in, it's found in uh, in Luke chapter 8, verse uh, 43. It says, And a woman having an issue of blood of 12 years, which had spent all her living upon physicians, neither could be healed of any. So this woman was, was sick. And she was bleeding a lot. And she came behind him and touched the border of his garment. And immediately, her issue of blood stopped. And Jesus said, who touched me? And Jesus said, fear not, believe only 
and she shall be made whole. Right now that we are in quarantine, we should be like this woman. I could just imagine her. I guess the only way that I can describe it is I'm pretty sure you guys seen like zombie movies. Imagine there's that many people and the people, the person that's alive, that's what the zombies are being attracted to. So there's a lot of people around this one person. And yet this one woman finds out that Jesus is there. And she fights and struggles, pushing, shoving, bumping, crawling, getting back up, fighting to get close to God, to get close to Jesus. Because what does she have to lose? She's wasted all her money. None of the doctors can help her. What does she have to lose? So she was going and going and fighting and and shoving. Prior people pulling her. Pulling her and, you know, uh, throwing her to the floor and her getting back up and again, crawling, shoving. Until she was able just to touch the garment and the Bible says that when she touched that Jesus felt like something left him like some of his power left and then he stopped and then he said who touched me And the apostles were like, Jesus, come on, man. Everybody's shoving and pushing and touching you, man. Like, what are you talking about? Jesus is like, no, 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 no. Someone touched me with a purpose. With the desire to be healed. And the woman said, it was me. And she was healed and saved at that moment. So we that are in this quarantine, what are we going to do to get closer to God? You know, we don't got to push and shove. We could go to our closets. We could go to our rooms and pray. Read the word. Try to get closer to God. Try to be healed. Try to be saved. Because once we get close to God, we can touch his garment and be healed and be saved. But how desperate are you? 
there should be a a an anxiety, a desperation to be healed, to be hungry of God. I don't know if you've ever had that that like desperation of like being thirsty. Especially on a hot in a hot day. Like what happens? What happens to you? You don't you don't care who's around you, you don't care who's next to you. You you get that water. And how do you drink it? Just zip by zip? No. You try to gulp as gulp as much water as you can. That's the desperation. And that's what we have to do with God. God is the life. God is our water. God is our meat. God is our foundation. But what are we doing to get close to him? Can we see the desperation in our lives to get closer to God? There's always going to be temptations. There's always going to be trials. There's always going to be different things that um, are always going to come to us. There's always going to be, you know, uh, you know, Satan's, you know, work. He's going to send his minions, his demons to put struggles in our life. But with all things, with Christ, all things are possible. So we got to trust God. We got to be able to pray. We got to be able to read the word. Especially the, the, we we have we have never been in this lockdown scenario, but it's the perfect time for us to get closer to God. There's no excuses. If you can't do it right now, then you're not going to do it later. That's just point blank point blank a fact. If you can't do it when you when there's time right now, you're not going to do it when there's no time. You're not going to do it when, when, quote, unquote, oh, I don't have time. But if, but if you do it now and you make it a habit, it's going to be a lot more easier. So thank you for joining me today. I do uh, appreciate you guys joining me today. And I hope that you guys have a beautiful, awesome week. And be blessed. Be blessed, be courageous, and remember, doing all things with God are possible. So believe in God, you guys will be all right. God bless you guys. See you guys on the next one.